Sukkah daf kafdala. The last thing we were discussing was a sukkah on top of an animal. Rabbi Meir's machshir, Rabbi Yudas posel. Then we asked what happens if an animal is a wall, and we saw that Rabbi Yudas machshir and Rabbi Meir's posel. Abaye said the reason Rabbi Meir's posel because the animal might die, and Rabbi Zera said the animal might run away. And the Gemara asked an Abaye. There was a machloket about a lady eating teruma. We're not sure if her husband's alive or not, or will he die. One Braita said she could eat, the other Braita she said she can't eat. And Abayas said Rabbi Meir is the one who holds that we're not worried that he's going to die. And the proof is from the wine that was bought from the Kutim that Rabbi Meir allows you to drink it. So the problem is, according to Abaye, that Rabbi Meir is Hoshesh Lamita when it comes to the animal being the wall of the sukkah. But when it comes to Teruma, he's not worried about death. So we went back and said that the two, uh, the two bright taught about teruma. One says she could drink, she can't drink. Rabbi Meir is the one who is Hoshesh, and Rabbi Uda is the one who is not Hoshesh Lemita. And the Braita about using the animal as a wall of sukkah will be the proof where Rabbi Meir is posel because he's Hoshesh Lemita, and Rabbi Uda is Machshir, he's not Hoshesh Lemita. And with that, we are starting. Kaf dal damudale four lines in, and there's a problem with saying all this. Why? Kashya de Rabbi Meir, de Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir is contradicting himself. On one hand, he says that you're allowed to drink that wine because we're not worried that the barrel might bust and everything will be tevel lemafreya. On the other hand, he holds by the sukkah, the wall of the sukkah, that we are worried that an animal might die. Amalach Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir tells you, there's no contradiction. Mita shechicha, death happens, it's a usual common thing that happens. Bekiata nod, but for this barrel to bust open, lo shechicha, that's not normal, that's not usual. If shadim asada shomer, you could always have a watchman watch it, and this way make sure that nothing happens. So even if it busts, someone could right away tell you that it's busted, and you could bring another barrel and save it. Okay, Kashya de Rebiuda, we have a problem. Rebiuda on one hand holds, that when it comes to the drinking the wine, that we're scared that the, the barrel might bust. On the other hand, by the sukkah, he's not worried that the animal might die. The Khorat's the same thing. So Tama, Sigma explains, Tama de Rebiuda, the reason he's not allowing you to drink the wine, love mishum de haishlev kiata, nothing to do with the barrel busting open. Ela mishum de letle brera. He holds there's no trying to figure things out retroactively backwards. Meaning you can't start drinking this uh, barrel and saying, okay, two uh, is going to be a teruma. Then the uh, ten is going to be ma'aser. The nine is going to be, he doesn't hold that. You actually have to do the teruma and ma'aser straight out right away. Otherwise it doesn't count. He doesn't hold of this whole, uh, we can figure out later what really happened from the beginning. That He doesn't hold of this concept called Brera. So they're going to ask, what are you talking about? You're telling me review is not worried that this uh, barrel might bust open. They told now it's Rabbi talking to him. You're not scared that the barrel might bust when it says he's drinking uh, tevel retroactively. That means it, the trumotam asot were never given. And the Amale when Rabbi Meir told him lachshi baka when it busts open, meaning uh, he told them like I'm not worried about it busting open. So Miklal, what do you understand from uh, Rabbi Yehuda over there? 
that the Hayisha Biudalib Kiatanot, that Biuda worries that this barrel might bust. And it has nothing to do with Berera, not Berera, it has nothing to do with that. The Gemara explains, Hatam Rabbi Yehuda, who the Kamar, let it be Meir. Over there, it's Rabbi Yehuda who is explaining according to Rabbi Meir. Let it according to me, let it I don't have this whole concept of Berera, meaning you can't figure out later what you did now. Meaning you have to do an actual Trumot Masrot before drinking, otherwise, don't drink it. But according to you, you hold Yesh Berera, right? Don't you at least admit? You should be a sort to drink the wine because the shemei and baka are not because the the barrel might bust open. And Almarle and Rabbi Meir told them, "Look, she baka when it busts open." Meaning, I don't really worry about that. So now the Gemara goes back to Abaye, who said that according to Biyuda, the reason you're allowed to use this animal as a wall because he's not worried it's going to die. So the Gemara asks, "Ve'lo hayish Biyuda lemita." Biyuda doesn't worry about things dying. We know in the beginning of Masechet Yoma, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, the Gadol a week before Yom Kippur, they'd even set him up a backup wife. Why? Just in case his actual wife dies, and he needs to have a wife for Yom Kippur because it says, and if his wife dies, he's stuck without a wife, and the whole Kapara is no good, so they have a backup wife for him just in case his actual wife dies. So you see, he is worried about someone dying. So the grant says, no. The real reason over there with the Buddha is not because he holds that he's worried some, that someone might die. Rather, it's an extra precaution we did by Yom Kippur. We want the Kapara done correctly. Okay, now. Whether according to Abaye who said the reason that you can't use an animal as a wall according to Rabbi is because it might die. Uh, or Bizra who said that Rabbi Meir's reason is because he might run away. Either way, it sounds like it's a kosher wall. The Chachilah from the Torah, the Chachamim will go there for whatever reason. So the problem is, according to Rabbi Meir, if you're allowed to use it as a wall of a grave or a cover for for a casket. Then it should be then the animal should be able to become tameh if it's if it was used for that. Alamatnan, why do we learn Why do we learn that Rabbi Huda is metameh this animal if it was used as a cover for a, uh, for a grave? And Rabbi Meir is the one who's metaher. Why was he lenient there? Ella you have to say no. Kasabar Meir holds that call mechitza shaomed baruah in a any partition that is standing because of wind is not considered a partition. For example, this animal, what's keeping it standing? It's it's air. It's it's insides, meaning that's nothing serious. There's no nails, there's no strings, nothing. It's just the air inside of it. Therefore, it doesn't count as a partition. Some say, if a person didn't make this partition, it doesn't count as a partition. And this animal is standing because of Hashem and not because of a human being. My benai, what's the difference between these uh, two reasons that we just brought? If someone uh, made it stand by using a leather pouch full of wind, According to the one who said uh, if it's uh, standing because of wind, it's not a mechitza, it's not a partition. 
it's standing uh, because of the wind and therefore it should be possible according to him says it's only possible if it wasn't made by human beings here a person used this leather pouch to make it stand the man did it so it should be kosher now let's go back to the breita that we learned before that there's a whole bunch of things that we're not allowed to do with a living animal and amar mor over there we said mishumar biyosegeli amru afen kotvin alav gitenashim we don't write a get a divorce paper for a woman on a living animal and my tamad biyosi what's biyosi's reason the tanya it says sefer vechat tabla sefer keritut that's the pasuk about you have to write her a book of divorce. In the Ella Sefer, okay, I understand that you have to write it on a cloth. Minayin l'rabot kol avaharno, you're allowed to write on anything. Tamud lomar vechat tavla mikol makom. So from the word vechat tavla, anything is good. You could write it on any paper. Imken ma tamud lomar Sefer. So what does Sefer mean? Lomar lecha ma Sefer davash en boru hayim. So tell me, Sefer is something that's not living. Veno ochel and it's not food. Av kol davash en boru hayim veno ochel. Therefore, anything that is not living, it's not food, you could write a get on it and give it to her. The Rabbanan, they argue on Rav What do they hold? Iketav besefer. If it would have said besefer, kedekamat, I would have said you're right. The meaning I would have felt was you have to dafka write it on a cloth or something like that. However, hashtadichtiv sefer has nothing to do with what you're writing on. Rather, lisfirat edivarim be'al mahudata. It's coming to say what you have to write. Uh, you have to write, write that uh, you were divorced, we, ca- we can't be together, you can marry whoever you want, that part. Okay, so, what do the Rabbanan do with uh, the word Vechatav? So, the explains, they use Vechatav, that the only way she gets divorced is by writing her a get, not by giving her money. Why? I mean, I would have thought, Maybe divorce and marriage, we said it was uh, was compared. It says, And we said, The same way she can get married by giving her money, she could get married. Maybe if I give her money or she gives me money, uh, she could buy herself out. And uh, that's a whole mahlok in Masech Kiddushin. Maybe money should work. The dafka writing. You have to write her a bill of divorce. Hi, Sevara Menale. How does he know that she's not allowed to be divorced with money? So he learns Misefer Keritut Nafkale. He learns it from the word Misefer Keritut. Sefer Korta Dafka, a book, is what divorces her. Ve'endavarahir Korta, nothing else, including money, can divorce her. Ve'idach and Rabbanan Hahu, they learned from the Sefer Keritut. You need that. Le'davara Koret Benoli Bena. has to be. A legitimate divorce, something that cuts between both of them. If he gives her a get on the condition that she doesn't drink wine anymore, or she never ever goes to her parents' house anymore, that's not a divorce, that's something that's not possible, and that's not cutting in between them. However, if he tells her you can't drink wine, or you can't visit your parents for 30 days, that's a divorce. So that's what they need, Sefer Keritut. Ve'idach. So Rabbi Yossi Agalili, where does he learn that from? Mikaret Keritut. It could have just said, V'chatabla Sefer Karet Keritut. Comes to teach us there has to be a legitimate divorce, something that splits between them both of them. Ve'idach. And according to Rabbanan, Karet Keritut, Lo Darsheh. They're not Torah, that whole Karet Keritut business. Next Mishnah. Ha'oseh sukato ben ha'ilanot ve'ilanot tefanot la kesherah. 
if a person made his sukkah on the ground level between trees, the trees are the walls, but you're not leaning on a tree, meaning when I'm walking into the sukkah, I'm not using a tree, I'm not moving a tree, nothing with the tree, then it's kasher, kasher And the Gemara starts, Amar kol Any wall that cannot stand in a normal wind is not a wall. And the Gemara asks, Tanan, we learned in our Mishnah, If you made a Yesukah between trees, and the trees are the walls, it's Kasher, but trees move side to side, and we're still saying it's Kasher, that means it can't stand in a normal wind. So the Gemara says, We're talking about strong uh, trees that are not going to move. But what about the branches, the leaves, they're going to be moving from one side to the other. So the Gemara answers, You tie it using palm and laurel leaves. This way, the, the leaves and the branches don't move. So, if that's the case, that, that we're talking about trees that don't move, then what's the Hidush? Of course, it should be kosher. The Gemara says, Maybe we should be gozer that maybe if we use the tree as a wall, even when you're not mamash using the tree, and maybe it should also be a sore because you might come to use the tree, like I don't know, you'll put a bag of something on it, or you'll just uh, step on it or something. Kamash malar from Mishnah, we're not gozer that we're not worried about that. Now let's go back to Rav Chaba Yaakov. He said that any wall that cannot stand in a normal average wind is not a good wall. We're going to ask a few questions on him. Number one, we're going to ask from the L-shaped partition. So you have. A well in the middle of Rishut Arabim, people are coming from Bavil to Shalim to, to visit for the holiday. We want them to be able to drink water, so we make four L-shaped partitions around, uh, on each corner around uh, the, the well. And this way they're able to drink. Now over there we said, Tashema Haya, Sham, Ilan, Ogader. If one of the corners was a tree or or a fence of of, of stone or maybe there uh, it's a fence of reed on the corner they go on amat each side nidon mishum diomed it counts as an l-shaped partition the bottom line is you see that a tree even though it moves from side to side is considered a partition it is considered a wall even though it moves the Gemara answers no hatam nami mishum david over there you tied it uh, strong so it doesn't move and that's why it counts as a wall Okay, here's another problem with Rav Chaba Yaakov. Tashema, we learned in Masechet Eruvin also. Ilan ha-mesech ala aretz. If you have, like, let's say a willow tree, where the branches reach all the way down within three tefahim of the ground. Im en no fogav tefahim. If the, the, the branches reach so low that they're not within, they're not above three tefahim from the ground, meaning they're very low, then... Metaltelin tahtav. You're allowed to carry under it on Shabbat. Now, like Gemara asks, Amai, how could you carry under it on Shabbat? Hare, the 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 branches move around, the leaves move around, and it's not considered a partition. It's not considered a wall. So like Gemara answers, No hatam nami. David lebehut savidaf nalav. How Yaakov would answer also over there? We're talking about a situation where it, it was tied with a laurel or palm tree leaves. And it's not moving. So Yehachi, if that's the the case, you should be able to carry the into, throughout the entire area under that willow tree. Alama Amar of Huna of Yeshua. So why did of Huna of Yeshua say in Metatelin Bo? You're not allowed to carry Ella 
only betzatayim. You're only allowed to carry within the area of the two se'ah. Nothing more than that. So the Gemara answers now. Over there, mishum dehaver dirash etashmishah halavir. Over there, it's a it's a closed off area that's only meant for air. It's not meant to be used for the inside of it. It's not meant to be a living area. For example, it's meant for a guard to stay there when it's raining, so that you could watch the field. It's not meant for a house. Therefore, v'chol dirash etashmishah halavir. Any place that is closed off. Just for uh, for the air or for the space, and metal telimbo elastim. You're only allowed to carry in that area to seab because it's not a hashuv area. So therefore, the iruv is not uh, a real iruv. I will right, we'll stop right here. Tomorrow, we'll ask one more question on Rav Haba Yaakov. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.